0: In this bonus episode of Seamside, Sarah Trail and I have a little surprise for you. After we'd stop recording the conversation that you just heard in episode one, I asked Sarah if she thought her mom, who's obviously played a key role in her life, if her mom would be interested in talking to me a little bit. Without skipping a beat, and this probably comes as no surprise to you by now, Sarah had her mom on the phone, and though Sarah had to run off to work, Kay and I ended up chatting for several more minutes. So what you're about to hear... Is the unedited conversation that I have with Kay Trail, mother of Sarah Trail. I hope you enjoy. Get this on tape. Okay, now we're recording, so anything you say will will get caught.
1: All right. How would I describe Sarah? First of all, um, her dad and I, she's our chocolate cookie, so uh, that's the, the the name that we call her in our family. Um, she is a ball of energy, really, Sarah makes me tired just watching her schedule and watching her energy around reaching out to communities and people and and um, the travel schedule that she keeps as far as speaking and presenting Social Justice Sewing Academy to communities that are interested in learning more. Um, I don't know how she keeps up with it except that she's young, right? She's young and she has always had an Extraordinary amount of energy. Um, as far as SJS A goes, the Social Justice Sewing Academy, I'll be quite frank with you. When she first birched the subject of creating this nonprofit, her dad, Eddie, and I were like, What? You expect people to sew for you for free and mail it back to you? Um, I know I'm a sewer, uh, not very good at it, but I'm medium. And I said, you know, Sarah, when I work on things and I pour my hours into my work, I can't imagine, you know, dipping it into an envelope and mailing it to anyone. I I feel like that's such a personal thing to do and it's such a time, you know, intensive thing to do. I don't know that this business model that you're dreaming of, you know, could really work out. I, I get distracted sometimes when i sewing projects for months or weeks, you know, depending on what's going on. I said, I just can't imagine how you can, you know, amass a group of strangers who will not only sew for you, but, but send it back in a timely fashion so that you can do this e-circle. You know, that was her thing that, you know, it's going to be all these women that are connected and men, and they're going to come together and we're going to have a collective voice. You know, and I was like, yeah, I get it, but I don't know, but okay, you know, you um, have your idea and we'll help you, you know, and I instantly became a person that would, you know, open packages and mail things out, and my husband and I were really involved and still are to this day with the kind of post office back and forth and, and opening mail and sending thank you notes. So, and it started out slowly, but really, I didn't tell Sarah how, I really didn't think it was going to work out. <laughs> I mean, I that's why young people need to be the leaders of the world, right? Because I was too old to imagine that anybody would um, would be accountable to a, essentially a stranger who was encouraging them to use their voice to amplify, you know, the voices of, of LGBT, of youth, of incarcerated individuals, of folks that were and are marginalized in our society. I just didn't think everyone had the heart, perhaps with the level of enthusiasm that Sarah had um, about it, you know, especially, you know, to sew, to spend hours, you know, to not just connect with her feelings and and share her feelings, but to spend the hours putting together foot blocks of time. You know, people feel this way, but I don't know if it, that translates into, you know, such a, such a time-consuming project. And so, but we trust that Sarah has good ideas and, she is who she is. And we thought, hey, nothing ventured, nothing gained. So give it a try. And she did, you know, and it blew us away. um It, it was, you know, Sarah who would tell us, hey, mom, dad, you guys don't understand who quilters are. You don't understand who sewers are. You don't know that they're very responsible people, that they are meticulous people, that, you know, they have a heart to care. And that because it's passion, project would, would really mirror their own thoughts and feelings if they would, you know, mail blocks back. And I will be able to make community quotes. And so within, I would say, a couple of months, it was obvious that she was right. Um people were from all over the country and Canada and even England and Peru, they were mailing back blocks Um and it was blowing us away. we this is really something. Uh so for me, you know Having Sarah as our only child, you know, we've watched her both through all of the developmental steps and and you know come into her own as a young adult. And we find that her energy is contagious and and mostly her heart is contagious. I I uh, we make no secret that we are a Christian family who um, feels like Christ-like behavior is really exemplified by the fruit by the fruit of your life and. So we are godly proud, not you know, puffed up Godly proud of Sarah's fruit in her life. We feel like Sarah is richly blessed because she does care deeply about those individuals that don't care for them, and that moves her. You know, it's, it's a little aggravating that she's always in flight, always finding through COVID. You know, when she's got the infections, like Gee, she's gonna get sick. She's always in front of and yes she wear the mask but you know it was a little it was hard to get used to Sarah's new way of living <laughs> because she's now a very public person and she's on the go on the go on the go and she's working full time you know just always moving uh, but that's what she wants to do and that's who she is
0: you know what what I heard Sarah say when I was talking to her is my mom has taught me so much. And what I hear you say, talking about her, my daughter has taught me so much. Would you say that's accurate?
1: It is. You know, um, Eddie and I, you know, we are consistently amazed by Sarah's, you know, ingenuity and her ability to connect with people when she's speaking. And for instance, this Remembrance Project, I don't know if you know much about that, but... You know, when she came up with the concept of really eulogizing folks who were murdered uh, either by, you know, strangers or by predators or by a husband or, you know, whatever, Um, and by, you know, um, the police, you know, overzealous, unhappy policemen who misinterpret a mentally ill person and, and in their life, you know, those are people who are largely forgotten by society. And when she said, you know, COVID mom, we can't have these workshops. I'm going to <clears throat> start creating these these dinners. My husband and I are like, wow, you know, I never thought about anything. And I know that if my daughter were to be killed by a predator of some sort, it would just catastrophically change my life. <clears throat> and I know that, excuse me, the people that have lost their loved ones, for them that's a really deep permanent wound that doesn't necessarily heal. I mean, they learn to adapt, but pain is fresh in those families every day. <clears throat> so when Sarah reaches out to those families, you know, and the special community supports them by creating these loving banners, it really just... It reminds my husband and me afresh that Sarah is her own person, and she has dreams and ambitions that you know we can't really understand until she, you know, slowly, carefully, <laughs> um, drags us along with the understanding. So, um, so she's, you know, she is a very unique person that way. Her heart is for the people, and uh, that makes that's really. Who Sarah is on the inside. She's a creative, she's artistic, yes. But she really has a deep level of empathy that we're so glad to see in her because that's our kind of our family motto. We we as the parents are very empathetic people. And so Sarah is an empath, you know, but she's a super busy and very aggressive empath. And so she likes to motivate and move folks to the next level, you know, the task of doing the work to show the love, you know, to make the changes that we need to have in our society.
0: <clears throat> okay. I think that's it. That's awesome. beautiful.
1: Okay. Well, thank you for letting me have my two cents. <laughs>
0: yeah, and Thank you for being game just to hop on at the last minute. Um, I will, I'll take this and I'm going to whittle it down to a clip or two. And then before it airs, I'll send you and Sarah, um, a link if you'd like to listen to it before it airs
1: okay that sounds fabulous thank you again if uh you send that link i'll be glad to hear what sarah Kay had to say
0: <laughs> yeah exactly i mean she, no shortage of things she's a visionary so she's got a lot to fit in in an hour you know
1: all right well thank you for your assistance sarah she's yeah. a cool kid i have to, I have to remind myself oh. That's your daughter. I'm nothing like her energy level. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would break down and do yeah. what Sarah does. I, I really couldn't. Even when I was young, I, I couldn't fly like that. That's punishing. So mm-hmm. It's a different kind of kid. Yeah. She's fly. got that battery. She does. Yeah. She didn't get it from me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Okay, thank you very much. I appreciate you hopping on the phone with me.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: All right, have a good one.